This is Bangarang Radio, a podcast network. For more shows, visit bangarangradio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the radio. So turn it up, I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Punk and Pizza on Bangarang Radio. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Pop Punk and Pizza. I am Jacques Lamore, your host. Always delighted to have you here. Hope you had a great week and it's always back, or it's always great to be back here on Pop Punk and Pizza. Today's show is brought to you by Vinyl Me, please. You can join their Record of the Month Club by joining or by going to joinvmp.com forward slash bangarang radio sign up there and if you do at that direct link we're going to get a little funding here at bangarang radio which we could use to uh keep things up to date so again join vmp.com forward slash bangarang radio it's a really cool vinyl club and actually you know if they send you a record uh, for that specific month and let's say you already have that record or you don't really like it you can send it back and you can choose from one of their many other records in their awesome library. So join vmp.com forward slash a bangerang radio. Also the Green Day tribute band I play in in the Chicagoland area, St. Jimmy. Dates we have coming up Tuesday, December 26th at House of Blues Chicago for 90s Palooza with Don't Speak, which is a no doubt, Tribute 10, which is Pearl Jam, and then Santiera, which is Sublime. It's a 17-plus show, starts at 7.30. Tickets are 10 bucks each, and you can get them at LiveNation.com. And actually, I just got word that they're going to be giving us some tickets to give away here on Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. So if you are interested in this show and you're going to be in the area around that time, well, stay tuned. Make sure you follow our, our social media pages, Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is Pop Punk and Pizza Pod. Uh, make sure you uh, find us on those socials, and that way you'll be all ready to win those tickets. So I'm um, stoked for that. And then January 19th, we are playing Black Sheep in Orland Park, just outside of Chicago. So those are uh, St. Jimmy dates. And uh, if you're out, if you're in the Chicagoland area, hopefully I'll see you out there because we have a have a really great time there in uh, St. Jimmy. So before we get to our conversation with Brett Buttle and talking about Van's Warped Tour, Brett was the lead guitarist from the band I was in called The Projection back about 10 years ago. We played one date of Van's Warped Tour, so this is going to be our first installment of Warped Memories leading up to the the very uh, last cross-country version of Van's Warped Tour, which is coming up in 2018. I told you that we were going to be doing this segment now and then, so that's uh, what uh, we're going to be doing today, talking to Brett. It was uh, really great to catch up with him. But anyway, like I said, before we get to all that, I got to play the Christmas song of the week. And this one is another punk ska tune. And I just couldn't help myself. You know how much I love punk and ska. Oi to the World by No Doubt. <laughs> Trevor and the skins popped in for 
Joy to the world, no doubt, here on Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. Add it to your Christmas playlist this holiday season. Or don't. Maybe you don't like it. That song was actually originally by the, or performed and written by the Vandals, but no doubt picked it up and it became actually a pretty big hit for them. I'd like to introduce to you, this is Brett Buttle. He was the lead guitarist in the projection at the time that we uh, played the Vans Warped Tour back in 2008, and it was just that one date. And so this is going to be, this is actually going to be like the first installment of Warped warped Memories, Warped Tour Memories. So I just thought it'd be cool to do this every once in a while on the show to since the cross-country version is coming to an end, just do it once in a while, not every episode, because I think mm. that would be, people would get sick of that <laughs> after a while, <laughs> but just like, you know, every other episode or every month or whatever, just talk to bands that have played Warp Tour and and or talk to different fans, too, that have crazy experiences. Right. But every band has... A different experience. I mean, a lot of them have the same experiences, but it just depends on what year they played, what stage, what dates. There's just so many stories. And I thought instead of it just being me completely talking about my experience, it'd be cool to actually bring in. And I, I tried to get a hold of Matt, but he never texted me back. What a jerk. <laughs> and then I didn't try to get a hold of Austin, but, and I should have tried harder at that because. The four of us together would just yeah. be so cool. Oh yeah, because I miss you guys. We don't. Our <clears throat> lives are so separated now. Yeah, and we're <clears throat> excuse me. We're all in different places. Yeah, that it's hard to get together. The last time we were all in the same room together was Matt's wedding. Yeah, it was. It was Matt's wedding, and that was two or three years ago. Right. Oh gosh, it was that. That actually, is I think to me, I think this uh, January, it's three years, isn't it? I guess it would be. Yeah, because it was the middle of winter, I remember. Yeah. It was very cold outside. Yeah, I, I almost uh, fell on my ass in the parking lot right? <laughs> on the way in. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't on the way out. It wasn't, because yeah. then people would be like, well, maybe you were just drunk. But no, I, <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> it wasn't that. It was on the way in. On the before. way in, you have no excuse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. It was on the way in. There was no alcohol in my body yet. I didn't right. pregame or anything like that. Oh, so. what? Well, that's on you. I mean, <laughs> well, maybe if I was in the wedding party, I would have, but it wasn't sure. like I was in the wedding party. Because right. I know they definitely pre-game. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, definitely. Having <laughs> just sure. gotten married, let me tell you. Yeah, I was going to say, did you? Uh, did you have yeah. some we, a flask or two? I wasn't I wasn't like hammered or anything. But yeah, we, there were definitely a few drinks in a hotel room. Calm some nerves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wasn't that nervous, Congratulations. Oh, thank way. you very I, much. I, I mean, I've said that yeah. to you before, but to say it on the podcast. Yeah, thank you, Brent. I appreciate um, that. You just got engaged, or not just, but. Yeah, not back long in ago. Um, March. Right, yeah. Yeah. Which is now I'm realizing like almost a year ago. <laughs> uh, well, you but know, still, I don't know. I don't we know don't see ever, each other that often. Right, so yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's like. Yeah, I haven't seen you since that <laughs> wedding. Yeah. You, and then uh, I saw you at your you saw, wedding. You see, yeah, you I guess we're at that age now to where we just see people, at, see weddings. people at weddings. <laughs> and then eventually funerals. It'll be, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, eventually it's going to be funerals. Hopefully or or depending on, you know, how close the relationship is, it'll be birthday parties or yeah, whatever, bar mitzvahs or yeah. whatever, you know. Right. But um, anyway, Brett <clears throat> played lead guitar in the projection mm -hmm. and we were just talking about this before we were podcasting we were um you were saying well i was on my way here and i could i don't know how much i actually remember from it was it was a long time ago <laughs> what it's almost it's nine years ago you said it was oh eight yeah yeah i so next this coming july august right. it'll be it'll be a year or 10 years yeah a year what am i saying i i mean i was I think we, we decided on 15. Yeah, almost I was 16. Almost 16, going yeah. to be 16. Um, I, yeah, I don't remember I don't remember a whole lot. I, I, here are, are, there are bits, bits I remember. I remember being there first thing in the morning and watching people set up and thinking, this is weird. Because <laughs> I had been to Warp Tour as an attendee, like the two or three years before. Um, 
and uh, had seen what it had looked like, but we we weren't in the one that I usually go to, which is in what what's what's the Illinois date? I forget Tinley Park. Tinley Park, yeah, yeah. We I don't. We were somewhere in Indiana, right? We were just outside of. <clears throat> We were in the equivalent mm-hmm. of Tinley Park to Indianapolis. Right. Because it was in Noblesville. Noblesville. That's but they right. called it, pro- they probably called it Indianapolis. You right, know, right. Even right. though it's yeah, outside of. The way that Tinley Park is the Chicago day. Right, yeah. exactly. And most sure. of the bands say, hey, Chicago. Yeah. Of course, the ones that have been playing it forever are like, they know it. They're yeah. like, this isn't Chicago. And they yeah. say Tinley Park or you right. know, whatever. Right. They, like they know the Real difference. Big Fish, who has yeah, played Chicago. They would be one. Um, a zillion times. And yeah. like, I remember watching Mest one year, yeah. and th- they're from Chicago. Yeah. They're the suburbs, so right. they know that uh, it's <laughs> Motion City soundtrack. The same same thing. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they're from Illinois, but they're from the Midwest at least. Yeah, they're and from Minnesota, so That's they would. Right, yeah. So they would know. Yeah, yeah. they're from the, the like the, I think they're from the Twin Cities area. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds right. I just know they're Minnesota. Right. I I remember they were buddy buddy with Fallout Boy. But that's all. That's all. Were I they? Remember? Yeah. I mean, like they'd... Motion City, and I guess yeah. Yeah, uh, they they guested on each other. Like uh, Justin Pierre guested on um, "Homesick at Space Camp," one of the songs on oh. the, that early Fall Out Boy record. And I guess I didn't know Fall that. Out Boy man, whose name I don't remember. I mean, they even they were me. growing up in the scene at the same right. time. They so. were kind of right when emo exploded was when mm-hmm. the, those two were. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I just like. Just from our end, what Warp Tour was like behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember the the getting up early. Yep, and I remember uh, walking with you to the gates. Yes, and seeing people on the other side of the gates and thinking that I was very important, which is <laughs> yeah, an it, awful feeling to have as a fifteen year old. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was eighteen. Yeah, and I remember thinking the same thing that it was so weird to walk into. Warp tour before I mean it was a ghost town obviously yeah. because nobody's none of the like, I, I, none of the audience is there yet. The, none the, of the most con- of the stages weren't up the, all the way when we first yeah, got there. Things yeah. were still going up yeah. and you know crews going around. But remember one of the first things when we walked through the, the back gate. Remember who we bumped into? Um. So, um, uh, I remember bumping into. Um, gosh, who's who, the real big fish guy's name? Yeah, it was. We we walked past Scott. Yeah, and then um, Ryland. Uh, or the, the drummer? Yeah, yeah, the rabbit. Or is that what they called him? That was his. The nickname. rabbit was his nickname. But, but was it Ryland? His <sighs> real big fish. I haven't followed their career he, in a while. He um, he's not the. La- I mean, the oh, last. Really? Let's see how many times. Two, maybe the last two or three times I've seen them, he's not been in the band. And I mm. I don't, at first I think it was a temporary thing, but I'm right. thinking now maybe it's a permanent thing. Or maybe they're just having uh, these, others, the, uh, these other drummers fill in until he comes back. But he's doing... <laughs> He's doing some, uh, I forget, because I did look it up one time, because right. I was curious. Well, that, and I, he's a kick-ass drummer. Oh, also. yeah. And I was looking up what he's currently doing, and I cannot tell you right. what the, the name of the project is, but he's doing something else. I mean, yeah. how could he not be? He's, you know, he's, like yeah, I said, he's, he's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, we bumped into <laughs> to him right. and Scott, and I just remember when we walked past him, they just had like the, the most serious looks on yeah. their faces. Well, for them, it's like... It's, it was like a Tuesday morning It's or another day at work. For, it's like another day at the <laughs> yeah, office for them. Exactly. But for us, who's just playing one date and yeah. we're nobodies, we're just right. like, did you just, oh, did you just see that? Like, every, just- <laughs> yeah, every moment was like that. We we played a weird year of Warp Tour because Katy Perry was there. Yes. Um, and I remember being backstage with a bunch of, there was a bunch of us backstage for the Katy Perry portion. Were you, okay, because I know Austin and yeah. Kayla. I didn't, I didn't stick around. Austin and <laughs> Kayla were there for longer than I was. Okay. Um, but I was there long, they had, they have this story about, Katy Perry walking past or whatever. I didn't stick oh, around really? for that. I didn't. I didn't remember. I I couldn't remember. That's one thing I wanted. You know, yeah. them here is like they could tell that and see right. if they remember it. But I knew. I didn't realize you were back there. But I knew Austin and his girlfriend at the yeah. time, Kayla, were back there. I don't remember if we were allowed or supposed to be back there. Definitely. Well, I can t- say for sure we were not supposed to be back there. Oh, you weren't. <laughs> but I. I thought. I thought we had access. Uh, we might have had. A, well, that's what I'm saying. We it's had. Like, we, we, we had no the, reason to. Be back there well, is what no, I mean. Because we weren't playing because she was in the yeah. amphitheater. Right. And we obviously were not playing in the right. amphitheater. Uh, so. Yeah. And the weird thing 
about that was Angels and Airwaves was after Katy Perry. Oh, that is and weird. so Tom. De- yeah, well, yes, that is that is a weird sentence to begin with. Uh, but Tom DeLonge was just around. Oh, <laughs> so, did, did you see him? I too? saw him briefly. Like clo- okay, um, like in the amphitheater. Yeah. Okay. Um, very very briefly, Austin. Watched him check his mail, which always <laughs> seemed to me is a very funny thing to do. Is I look over Tom DeLonge's shoulder and and watch him check his bills or something. That's uh, <laughs> there's one that's like from some kind of alien, right? Associ- <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> alien yeah. associated, uh, yeah. Agency. Comcast Com- and oh my alien fan yeah, club. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> my alien magazine. Yeah, he's um, a weird dude. God, that yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you like Angels and Airwaves, right? You were a fan. I know. I think Matt was. Yeah. I never got into I think, that. It's, yeah. I, I mean, it's I a have, lot different than I have Blank. so many conflicted feelings about Tom DeLonge's career. <laughs> I think um, we all do. <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably true. Uh, yeah, he's a weird guy. I, I liked that first Angels and Airwaves album. I thought it was pretty good. Um, don't they have a new album coming out? Didn't they just I, announce that? Or I am I getting that wrong? Uh, that might that that sounds right. I know he's no longer in Blink. Right? Well, yeah, we can definitely confirm that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Matt yeah. Skiba is doing his his job. Hey, that's that's a good replacement. I think. Hey, it's good for us right. since we're from Chicago and he's yeah. from Chicago. Yeah, it's good um, for us. yeah, and that dude can sing. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I also. Bringing up Katy Perry, I remember we walked by her tour bus because yep. we obviously parked where all the, the the vans and the right. And speaking of that, was probably the one of the suckiest parts because where they had all the tour buses and the vans and everything. Yeah. Remember how far it was? Super far that was. I yeah. mean, it was literally it was <clears throat> like a mile or two. It was. It was. It was a ways. So I, I have a story in which I met uh, an idol of mine. I was okay. That's that's one of the things I wanted to ask you because yeah. I've told this story yeah. on Pop Punk and Pizza. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay. And I, I, and I'm sure I probably told it more than once. And I've told, I've just told people in general. Yeah. And I'm like hoping that okay, I'm hoping I'm getting this story right. So I'm let's curious, see if I am getting I'm it right. If so it's the same story. I'm hoping it's the same story. Okay. So okay, so go ahead and tell well, your story about the idol that you met. Yes. at Warp tour. Uh, it was. Uh, it was me and Matt Weed. Okay. We were, <laughs> we I were, think this is, I think I'm getting this right. I'm yeah. pretty sure. So I, we, we had big fancy amps. Um, mine was a Marshall half stack. I think we both used the yeah, same Yeah, but we just had the stack. head. We didn't have to bring the cabs. Remember, right. they supplied the cabs. And in fact, that sounds right. in fact, they actually supplied the heads too. We didn't even have to bring that. I think we brought it. I, and I didn't think, end up using it, really? No, yeah. We brought all that. Hmm. St- we brought our heads and Austin brought extra drum stuff. And maybe we right. just did that just in case or someone told us that and we weren't supposed to. I don't remember. <clears throat> but anyway, that's besides this. Yeah, well, it's funny <laughs> because then I must be misremembering this part because in my head I am carrying my half stack in this story <laughs> maybe uh, we maybe we did bring I, one I, cab I thought we, maybe we did I don't remember but maybe we did I regardless I just I remember was, we have we certainly had our amp heads yes that's definitely sure. true yeah. so if nothing else I can say it definitively Matt was helping me carry something very heavy. <laughs> yes. It could have been yeah. drum hardware. Could have been drum. Actually, have been. it might have been. It could have been like some, Austin's it was some, bass it was just, or, or The reason why it was so heavy drum. is because we had to walk so far. Right. And, you know, we didn't have like a cart or anything right. like that. I mean, we, we played once a weekend, every weekend for uh, yeah. at least once a weekend every weekend for forever so mm-hmm. i'm we are used to schlepping gear that yeah, wasn't the issue not it that. was that we had to <laughs> literally carry it miles so matt was like all right yeah i'll help you and we we're both like oh, fucking god <laughs> carrying this whatever equipment it was and uh and as we're walking somebody comes up to me with like big floppy hair and says hey you guys need any help with this and i'm in an awful mood because i had just carried a bunch of equipment a mile and knew I had to go another mile and it was fucking humid <laughs> and, it was, and sticky I remember I don't remember how hot it was I remember I was very sweaty though and I'm a man that sweats a lot to begin with um and so this guy comes up says oh hey you guys need help and I'm and I'm barely looking at him I'm like no we're fine we're fine 
And then, <laughs> then me and Matt were like, oh, okay, no worries. Sorry, I have a good one, guys. And like, he leaves, and then me and Matt continue to carry the thing. And then we go another quarter mile, and then Matt goes, do you know what that dude was? And I'm like, no, I, who was it, Matt? And Matt goes, that was Justin Pierre from Motion City Soundtrack. And I'm like, God. <laughs> That's the story I remember, except okay. I thought... He actually helped you guys. No, he, he didn't end up... He, he offered. I, okay, yeah. I didn't see... That's the thing I said. Yeah. I said, oh, yeah, he ended up helping yeah. the guys put this stuff in the van. If, if I was so, less of an idiot, he would have. So so the version <laughs> I've been telling, I mean, is is just not completely accurate, but at right. least I had the artist, right? right. Yes, <laughs> no, it was definitely Justin Pierre of Motion yeah. City Soundtrack. Um, I was an, uh, an idiot and a jerk. <laughs> And well, in my defense, I, I was hot you really and frustrated. Kicked yourself at that time because I you, was so angry because about you were it. a big fan of Motion City at yeah, that time. I, I and we ended up watching was their damn yeah. We um we ended up watching their their, their uh, set that day. I remember. Yeah, it was towards the end of the day. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I there are times where I'll still go listen to those first few Motion City soundtrack albums. I did uh, just not that long ago. Oh, uh, did you I listened yeah. to the first two? albums yeah. yeah it's it's good stuff man it's good mm-hmm. that's good rock and roll yeah good rock and roll music i agree i, I miss <laughs> i miss them even though uh I, you know i'm kind of guilty of not getting into much of anything past like the third album. Yeah. and even the third album i don't know that well yeah um, i i even if it kills me was actually the the first album that i listened to front to back many times is that even if it kills me is the the one before my dinosaur life right no or oh maybe you're right i don't remember i i see i, I don't remember the order either it might yeah. have been i i <clears throat> yeah see i'm trying to remember if my dinosaur life was third or fourth i, I think, can't remember matt would know because he's a huge fan matt too. was matt was a, a bigger fan than i was yeah and i was a pretty big fan. matt mcwilliams not <laughs> yeah matt, matt Weed, but yeah matt mcwilliams well yeah. I, weed was a fan too i Probably. think but, but yeah. i don't think as big i remember uh, Mick Woes was right. <laughs> I should specify that's easier. Um, yeah, <clears throat> he was huge. He was a huge fan. Yeah, remember him being so obsessed with them. Um, but okay, so I've kind of been the the version I told of that story was that he ended up helping you guys, and yeah. then after you guys, he helped you put the stuff in the van. Then you looked at him, and yeah. then you realized it was him. Yeah, no, it, it was. So my version yeah. is sounds I mean, better, I guess, but. <laughs> Maybe. It's not completely true. Oh yeah, well, but it's, the, their version is hilarious yeah. though. That you're like, no, <laughs> fine. I was I was in such an awful mood, and after Weed told me that, I was like, ah, oh, this is just makes an awful situation worse because I I just told off a person I admire very much. Oh man. Um, yeah, that's a story that makes me look bad and not <laughs> and not him, which is funny because a lot of the times, um, like I know people that met. Uh, Haley Williams from Paramore at at uh, Warp Tour shows and just came off with a very negative opinion about Haley her Williams. or yeah. just oh really yeah it's just uh, about her in particular that's hmm. and I don't mean to say that Haley Williams is a bad person or anything just that <laughs> you know and, a lot of the times when you meet the people you admire it ends up not going the way you and want it just, it to yeah and it just depends they might be having a bad day or, oh yeah and you know I agree I kind of had when I had uh, the I was just looking at the yellow card um, Ocean Avenue acoustic tour poster made me think of the right. story of the, or made me think of a story that's similar to yours or talking about Haley Williams. Right. Um, when I met Ryan key of yellow card on that tour, it was, it was like, you know, you paid for the meet and greet package right? and you met all of them. He was the one that was the, like the least engaged Ranky the, is the lead, the lead vocalist. Yeah, um, <clears throat> their drummer LP was cool. Um, of course, their violinist man. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, their violinist is like the nicest dude ever. He has he that was, reputation. Yeah, he was so nice because mm-hmm. um, he actually, you know, like made eye contact with right. me and things like that. I remember Ryan Key was sipping um, tea. He was sipping like the same throat coat stuff that I used to drink. Right, I remember before shows. Yeah, and uh, he, he had a Star Wars mug, you know. And I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, what tea are you drinking? And he's like, uh, he's like throat coat. I was like, oh, that's the same stuff I drink. But just like he just had this, yeah, 
like yeah whatever kind of yeah. like you know i don't know yeah. it wasn't like real real bad but it was still it was just kind of um and i remember um yeah i pretty much all everyone else was really cool josh uh josh portman who was their they went through a couple of bass players but he was the last bass player before they split up and he was i think newish to the band at that time he maybe been in the band for a year i always thought i always thought he looked like such a douche on stage (laughs) he looked like he just looked like a dude like he would just kind of like you know, had that look where yeah. he'd lift up his his head a little yeah. bit and just kind of have that the bass player know. power stance. Or, yeah, yeah, I just he just looked like such a douche. I always thought. And right. then when I met him in person, I actually met him outside that Ocean Avenue acoustic tour. Yeah, I was actually standing outside their tour bus, and he was um, getting like some luggage from underneath. And I walked by there, and, and he was totally cool. He was just like, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah, you know, like, and because I got there super early. Right. Cause I was, cause that show was actually in Indianapolis and mm. I, we're getting way off topic. <laughs> uh, you know, to her, but no, it's a I good think, story, but I think that's, but I Josh that Portman relates. ended up being a really cool guy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, totally. I mean, like, I think there's a lot of things that go into that. I mean, like f- for one, um, being a lead vocalist is probably like you, you are the, you're the fear, the face of your band usually. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, so that can be time now that we think about it. I think there was a lot of people that got that first impression of me too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. That they, they thought that I was an asshole. Sure. <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> and then, that's, and that's the very minor success that, that we enjoyed as, <laughs> right. as the projection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um but, uh, but no, let's see. I mean, there's so many other things I can think of for that warp tour. Let's talk about. Oh, okay. I guess we'll talk about other people that we ran into. Yeah, I mean, a you, lot of real big fish stories actually for right, this well, one. Yeah, because you, you at the time, it, we both were, but you at the time I still were am. huge. Yeah, I still am. And I got to, I did get to interview Johnny Christmas. Yeah. for this podcast. For, oh, did you for really? Pop punk and pizza. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, you're nice guys. Like that guy seems oh, like he's, the kindest man on dude, the planet. Dude, he is so kind. Any every time I've met, I you know I've met him probably two or three times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Such a super nice dude. Right. I know he still doesn't doesn't remember who I am, but ah. he's. I mean, he's meets so many people. They play right. like how they play like two hundred shows a year, yeah. you know, or whatever yeah, that, it is. How many podcasts does that guy go on? And that too. I yeah. know they do a bunch of podcasts. I mean, yeah. especially this day and age with how podcasts are. But um, yeah, he. Uh, I was very grateful. That was about a year ago already when I interviewed him. Right. And I just, I seriously emailed them on a whim. I was like, they're yeah. probably not going to respond. Right. And he responded, <clears throat> the, you know, their management did. And then they're like, um, yeah, um, someone's going to call you. And at this date, this time, what's your phone number? They didn't tell me who. Yeah. <laughs> so I kept wondering. I was like, I was like, crap, I should have asked who. Yeah. Because to kind of prepare for, right. you know, because I prepared I different questions. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it ended up being him. And I kind of wondered if it would be. Yeah, you know, he seems like he's he he he's into doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, I feel like it's usually him. It's usually not Aaron. No, it, it, or it's usually not Aaron. Not alone, anymore. I feel anymore, like yeah, doesn't seem like it. it it's yeah. usually a couple of them, or you know, um, yeah. It's just anyway. Yeah, super nice dude. But we. Um, Okay, so the first time we encountered Real Big Fish members was when we first walked in the gate, and I yeah. just thought that was so cool. That was like the first right. well-known people we saw because we're both big fans, and right. the other guys in the band liked them too, but not as much as you and right, I. Right, yeah. Um, and then it wasn't too long after that first encounter when the gates were still closed, mm-hmm. we were walking around think, looking for our stage that we were playing. We were looking for the, the Kia, yeah, that's the right. Kia Kevin Says stage. Yeah. And lo and behold, we walk by a yoga uh, session that's happening in front of the concession stand. Right. Of course, it's not open. It's, you know, everything's still closed off. And so there's Ryland and Scott. Yeah. And I don't know if it was one of the other members of Real Big Fish. I couldn't, I didn't point out, or I couldn't really see their face. But yeah. I know it was Scott and Ryland and I think just someone else. And then, of course, the yoga instructor. Do right. you, did you see that? I remember, I, maybe it was just me and I, maybe Emily. <laughs> maybe Emily was with me, my girlfriend. Yeah, could have been. Um, I don't I don't remember. I don't have a visual memory of this, so okay. I think I wasn't so, around for that. I know someone was with me. It was probably Emily. Right. Or Austin or someone else. Yeah. But I thought that was like, 
yoga. I was like, okay. like you I know. mean, you got to relax. You right? got to relax. <laughs> well, okay. I was an 18-year-old kid, so yeah. I'm like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. like, you know, thinking like, whoa, you know, it just, but nowadays it's like, yeah, okay. I totally get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Like I, well, I mean, what, how long does, how long did Warp Tour go for? It was like, it was three months or so? It's a two or three month thing. Yeah. So it's, you figure you're, you're I on I think a, it's six weeks. Right. Six weeks? Really? Only six weeks? I thought, in my head, it was all summer. But if, it, if it's six weeks, that it makes, starts probably in June. makes more sense logistically. I don't know. Yeah. It goes, what, till August or so? I think so. Just at the beginning of August? I wonder if they did more dates at that time or if it's been the same for a long time now. Yeah, I can't I remember. Know. I'd have to compare... The, the crazy thing about Warp Tour is that it's evolved. Like originally, it was like a, or for a while, I don't know if originally, but it, it was a rap show before it was a, a a punk show. It was a rap show. Yeah, it was a hip hop show. I don't remember reading or learning that. Uh, well, if if it wasn't a dedicated hip hop show, there were definitely hip hop acts at. Yeah, well, at I know Warped there's Tour. been hip hop acts over yeah. the years, and there's always been some kind of oddball yeah. acts. And I mean, it was it, that's part of Warp Tour. That's its identity has of, always been like underground music, yes. alternative in mm-hmm. quotes music, and then throw in some legends here and there. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. Because uh-huh. um, <clears throat> I was reading the recent article. When, you know, when the first news broke, or when Kevin Lyman first announced that right. they were, this was going to be the last cross-country version. Right. And that's this this upcoming summer? Is yes, that 2018. Right. That's what I thought, okay. Um, when he announced that, I remember, you know, <clears throat> going into the alternative press article about just like reading the history of Van's Warp Tour, and it said that it started in 1995. And oh, I always wow. thought it was 94, for some reason, because I remember hmm. going to 2004 Warp Tour yeah. and them celebrating 10 years. Oh, that's interesting. So I'm kind of confused now. Maybe I'm either making it up or, you know. Yeah, that's strange. Because I went to Warp Tour 05 and there was no like birthday. Right. So, because I, I just remember this spe- specifically. Hmm. I don't know. I could be. I, it could be one of those things it up. where, well. Uh, it could be one of those things where it's like they, like they count it as like the ninety four ninety five year or something like that. that the first be. one, I, which is I don't I don't think makes any sense, but mm-hmm. but it, you know who knows. And uh, yeah, I don't know, but um, but anyway, yeah. so yeah, saw real big fish doing yoga. Yeah, and then oh. <laughs> Then I made an ass of myself in front of Aaron. Yeah, I was going to say, this is the thing I remember. remember that one? Is I think we were, my memory is we were in the parking lot, so we probably were either dropping something off or returning. That's right, you were with me. I was with you, and then you said, I'll be right back. And then you went and you talked to Aaron. Yeah, because I was like, I was (laughs) like, dude, I was like, dude, that's Aaron over there. And I remember you went and you asked him a bunch of questions, and I said, that's great, I'm hot, I'm going to sit down. (laughs) I remember, yeah, I remember you were just, you were not, I I don't know for some reason you just weren't i think yeah. you were probably it w- i mean i just remember it was really muggy yeah. that day it, it was, was super humid it, it was, was terrible hot. and like we had we didn't bring a bunch of merch but we brought some merch and we had to bring all that stuff back and that yeah. was heavy yeah plus all of our equipment and <laughs> it was just you know like you said we didn't have a cart or any kind yeah. of hand truck or anything like that yeah. but anyway so they used to have and i don't know if they still do or um is a uh they had a they had like a I guess it was it's almost like a camper or RV that was like a mobile computer lab. Right. And they would set that up for people on the tour in the, the section where the tour buses and the vans right. would all park. They'd set up this computer lab f- that the artists and whoever was on the tour could, could go in there and use the computers. Yeah. check their email. And so he was chilling. Yeah. Outside of that, there was like some chairs out there and there was like a little canopy hanging over and that's where he was. Right. And that's why we saw him in the parking lot right. of where the tour buses were. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, I'm yeah. like freaking out. And so yeah, I decided to go <laughs> sit right. and talk to him. And, and, um, do you have, I remember you coming back from that conversation pretty jazzed about it. So do you have a different think, memory of it now? <laughs> I think I was jazzed because, it was just like cool to actually talk yeah. to him because I think that's the only time that I've actually talked to him or right. met him because I've met Real Big Fish um, 
you know, two or three times. Right. But I never met him. Right. I never got to like talk to him that I can remember mm-hmm. anyway. But anyway, I'm I'm trying to remember the things that I asked him. And I can't remember. Oh, really? I do. The, the one thing I remember for sure was talking about the heat. I remember making a oh, comment right. like, like, oh, man, it's like really, you know, yeah. fucking hot. And then. Nice like, icebreaker. Right. <laughs> and then afterwards, I'm thinking, or maybe I talked about this when I was talking to him. was like, oh, well, you're probably used to this. You're from California. Right. Because I, I think I kind of felt like an idiot. Like, Jake, you're talking to a guy. Who's, 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 who's constantly who's in shorts. Born, <laughs> I was going to say, he's born and raised in Southern California. Yeah. I don't think. You know, although the heat is different here than it is out in California. You don't have all the humidity. Right. Um, It's a different kind of heat. It is a different kind. It's a very dry heat. But anyway, I I wish I could remember what else. But I mean, I know he was on his like, I think he was on a laptop or something. Yeah. And I just remember any of the things he said were, they were like short. Right. You know, because I was probably just bugging him. Right, right. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Because he was probably doing something business related or... Oh, yeah. I mean, or or he was just... Or he didn't want to, you know... He could have just been like answering an email from his mom or something. Like, it could have been just, hey, and it... it, Yeah, I don't know. Warp Tour is this weird place where um, teenagers go to, to to gawk at people they... Um, they listen to uh, oh, probably alone, right? That's kind of like the miracle of Warp Tour is that like it's 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 a it's a big meeting place for young outcasts, right? Young misfits. Yeah, yeah. I'd so, so I'm sure that Aaron probably spends most of his day avoiding young men and women who want nothing more than to talk to him about whatever yeah. about how. And so I think, yeah. Um, and like what you were, I was 18. You were 18. Yeah. <laughs> so like you are allowed to make an ass of yourself at 18. Right. Yeah. And I don't think, I think he, I don't think you ruined his day or anything. I think Probably that was just not, a, another he, moment. I'm sure and, he gets this all the time. Cause yeah. there's obviously other young bands on right. tour. Other local fans, bands. Yeah. Or the, yeah. Or the local bands that play. And but anyway, I just wish I could remember what else I tried talking to him about or asking him or I, I wish I could help you. My, my only memory of this is you coming back saying, I talked to Aaron, uh, and this is the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, cause I, I mean, I still a huge fan of real big fish, but yeah. back in that day, I mean, Oh gosh. Yeah. We, I saw them like three times that summer and they, because, yeah, because we saw them at that warp tour. Then I remember they I went to the, the house of blues, went to the Tinley park date oh, okay, and then yeah. they played house of blues like probably in September, October of yeah, that year. So I saw him like three times within, you know, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. So and they, they put on a great show. They, they do. They did. I don't they know, always, I they always, yeah. the last time I saw him was a year ago. Oh, I yeah. did. They played up at dirty Nellie's and wherever the hell that is, the Northern suburbs. Right, right, right. That's that, that band is, um, like who's, who's left. <laughs> Aaron's the only original, right? So Dan left too. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He he has come back, I think, to play some shows. But no, he right. he's got a couple kids, mm. and um, you know, it's I I know Johnny has a daughter. We oh, talked yeah. about that on the podcast a little bit. And how you know it's hard to be away from her. I think right. she's three or four, maybe mm. something like that. Um, Aaron. I don't know if he has any kids. I don't think so. I know he has a wife or he's about to have a wife. Yeah. I'm, I think he's married. I I, I don't know. I'm, yeah. And then I don't know anything. I think the last, like the, one of the last times <clears> I saw them, I think the drummer that was playing for them was from Suburban Legends. Oh, really? Maybe? I don't know. That's a band. I can't remember. Suburban, but, like I... I haven't thought about Suburban Legends in a, a long, long time. time. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they tour anymore. I think I, they still yeah, play Once in not. a Blue Moon they, in California. They were they were not popular when I was into them. And so I can't imagine that. I feel bad for them because they never got the um the success. No. 
that and a talented group of people also. super talented i mean like yeah i loved their disney covers man oh yeah, they used to, I mean, they play they play disneyland Right. I don't know well, if they, they still do, but they used they to. They were all Disney the time. employees for a sec, for yeah. a hot minute, weren't they? <clears throat> and I think, I think maybe they still do once in a while. I think I, I see that. something on Facebook where they're, where they're like, "Hey, we're playing this spot in you know Disneyland right. today or whatever." But they're they're. Uh, fucking lion king cover like i just can't wait to be king or whatever yeah i remember watching them play that live i'm like this is so good oh they rip the only time i saw them live was that uh they were in a heist they were playing a high school gym what in the middle of nowhere really i saw I, them on tour with real big fish oh did you yeah um because they toured with them a, you know a handful mm. of times maybe more than a handful yeah maybe. they were they were the uh they they were the headliner for this show um and gosh I, I wish i could tell you more about it other than i remember going and it being basically empty and, wow and it was yeah um anyway mm. cool band though i i <laughs> yeah loved I them it's at the so time. easy to get to like talk about other bands and stuff yeah. but yeah they're they're a great band if they i i can't remember if they you know, are still around or right. not, but well, they, they yeah. had the misfortune of being a ska band that didn't break in 1998. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's safe to say. Um, but, uh, so yeah, that's, I think that's it for like the real big fish, um, bumping into yeah. of warp encounters. Tour encounters. Yeah. 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 But I just, you know, I kind of looking back at the, the Aaron, Barrett, um, yeah, meet there. I, I think I made an ass of myself. <laughs> I think you should forgive your forgive, forgive young myself. Jake. Yeah, okay, I'll forgive young Jake. I think Jake that's was just, fine. Jake, young Jake was just in awe. He didn't understand some things. I mean, so, I like I said, I was eighteen, like you said, and you, yeah, you learn how to handle. You want to meeting hear, a celebrity? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you want to hear a weird story? Sure. So I just I just got married. You were there. Yes. <laughs> was, did a celebrity show up after I left? No, or no, no. That oh. that would have been exceptionally strange. But this story I'm about to tell you still very strange. Okay. So buckle in. Uh, I'm, so I'm ready. Right, I'm like, what the hell could this story be? Now? Right, I'm really right after. Uh, all right. I will start this story by saying I am I am a casual professional wrestling fan. Okay. You are? Yes. I am a casual I sometimes I watch professional wrestling I and I go this. like, "Oh man, I bet that hurt." <laughs> and that's about the appeal of professional wrestling. In case you didn't know, it's it's occasionally saying, "Oh, Oh, I bet that hurt. <laughs> That's one hundred percent. I if I watch wrestling now, it has to be with you. Oh, I don't think I could watch wrestling with anyone else now. Just watching, because. watching, watching professional wrestling with other people is. Is a joy that's indescribable. Watching bad professional wrestling with other people is transcendent. That's really here nor there. No, that's true. Um, that's true. I, I, we maybe we'll watch some. We'll get together and watch some bad professional. Record show you a podcast. Some, some bad. If we, I would start a podcast about awful professional wrestling. <laughs> that I, I would be overjoyed about that. Oh man. Um, there is some stuff. There is some stuff that happened in the eighties. Let me tell you about professional wrestling. Anyway, there's actually a so, lot of wrestling podcasts. But anyway, oh, your story. A zil- there's a zillion yeah. wrestling podcasts. Cheap Heat is a quite good wrestling podcast. If you're looking, see, for there you go. Um. So okay, that's that's the groundwork for okay, the story. Okay, so the wrestling is the groundwork for this. I, wedding. I am I am a cat. No, I did not have a wrestling wedding. Theme wedding. So uh, no, it was ho- I was uh, Halloween. Yeah. Yes, it was a Halloween. Everybody, lots of people dressed up. It was wonderful. Yeah, it was cool. Um, so that's that's the the table setting for the story. Is I am a casual professional wrestling fan, and I just got married. So me and Allie went on a on a European honeymoon. Yeah, that, where that's we, right. It looked pretty awesome. Oh, it was great. Uh, we went to Scotland. We went to Italy. We were very relaxed. Mm-hmm. That's not the point of this story. So on our way back, um, we. Uh, we had a layover mm-hmm. from Rome to, we went from Rome to London, then London to Chicago, London okay. being the layover, right? We didn't spend any time in London except in the airport. Okay. So we had to wake up early. We got up at like four o'clock in Rome. We get to London. We're starving because we didn't have time to eat breakfast. So we're like, okay, let's find a restaurant in this airport and have some food. Oh man. So I we, think I know where this is we going. Sit, yeah, we sit down and uh <laughs> uh we we sit down 
at this uh, at this English breakfast place, and we get it. We each get like a full English breakfast because again, we're starving, and so I'm eating food or whatever, and I I look to the booth next to me and I notice this woman being seated and she's kind of she's got like a hoodie up she's wearing glasses but you can kind of tell she's pretty and I'm like that woman looks vaguely familiar and I happen to notice that she's carrying um she's 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 carrying a money in the bank briefcase which if you don't know is is a WWE prop so so I'm looking at her and I'm thinking like oh okay there must have been a there must have been a pay-per-view in London this week because she has a replica money in the bank. That's all I thought. I thought it was a replica prop mm-hmm. that somebody paid way too much money for at a WWE event. Oh, no. And it happened to be a pretty girl holding it for her boyfriend or whatever. Um, not that women can't like wrestling. It's just statistically Right, probably yeah, don't. right, yeah. Um, okay, so then I, I, I see that and I'm thinking like, strange, but fine. As we're eating, I look around... And I start to notice that there are a lot of other very fit, very attractive, (laughs) um, sometimes taped up uh, 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 men and women um, in this restaurant also eating full English breakfasts. And I'm looking around and I'm like, "Ah, all these people look, oh, these, all these people look very familiar. And I turned to Allie and I said, Allie. Allie, Allie's my wife for the people who don't don't know who I am. I <laughs> turn to my my wife Allie and I and I say, Allie, this restaurant is filled with professional wrestlers. <laughs> it was the most surreal thing in that has ever happened so to me. So did you life. like recognize which ones they were? I re- so the Russos were there. Um, oh gosh, uh, I think Maurice was there. Lots of I could name new professional wrestlers, but this is going to be meaningful to you. It might there's a chance it might be meaningful to somebody listening. It was nobody huge, but they were just um, like John Cena wasn't in this restaurant oh, or anything. Okay. Well, if he was, I'm sure there would have been security. Oh yeah, totally. Like I'm sure they're in a private jet with Vince McMahon. Probably. Um, Pro- oh, I'm, I'm sure they don't fly yeah, commercial. Right. There's no way. But it, it was. I only tell this story because it was surreal. That being would be really surreal. surrounded by people who yeah. I usually see on television. So, yeah, and that is weird. Usually having the most. So the thought was, oh, this is strange. The second thought was, these people are a lot shorter than i thought they were <laughs> that's always what it is it's, you, you look you notice their height and you're like yeah whoa they're super short short yeah. it's like whoa they're really tall yes yeah, yeah. um yeah. so anyway that's that is just uh ali can attest to me like having like a weird vibrating motion is like there are so many mildly famous people around me this is very strange <laughs> oh um, man so all i'm saying is i relate to your freak out with, with <laughs> work, with, yeah no it's true yeah. wow that's cool yeah that's a cool story yeah it's odd and not really it's on topic it's not related to yeah. you know warped warped memories but that's cool i do you, it's, I'm sorry do you, no yeah do you so here's a th- here's a thing about being surrounded by minor celebrities do you remember getting food at warp tour yes um i remember i from what i remember about warp tour catering and the food it was always a tradition for bands to kind of share the duty of helping with food every day people would take turn serving yeah and that day i remember getting handed a smoothie from the guy from color me fred or yeah formerly of taking back sunday formerly yeah which which guy is i i can't see i'm not like a taking back sunday fan like a big fan so i don't know like who that was or i just remember color color me fred was a, a thing yeah i don't know if it's still a thing but it was popular that year yeah popular they because were popular. yeah he he was um was he a vote not a lead vocalist or a guitarist or he was the lead guitarist who was the former he had just left taking back sunday he was the former guitarist and sort of vocalist like he was certainly not the lead vocalist of taking mm-hmm. back sunday but he was a uh, um a sort of a backup, but they would sing like harmonies and things. Okay. In the way that, you know, um, I can't think of an, of an, of a counter example. Well, kind of in the way that real big fish does when like Scott Scott and and Aaron. Aaron. Okay. Um, it was sort of that dynamic. Okay. So he was that guy for taking back Sunday who was huge at the time. They actually put out an album a few years ago that I think is very good. Taking back Sunday. Oh, taking back Sunday. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he was that guy and 
I was a, being a huge fan of Taking Back Sunday at the time. I, I was. Uh, uh, that was another weird moment that was, for me. That was pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I didn't know him, but I still thought it was cool. Yeah. You know, I was like, whoa, it was like, he's making smoothies. Yeah. Like, this is cool. <laughs> it, it, like, that was, that was, I think, a profound moment uh, for me. It's that and that, the your story about um, them all doing yoga, it's just, it's it was... It was ha- it was cool having just a short glimpse into the community that was formed around these. Oh my gosh! Um, it's such it is. It's a it was, it's a big community, and um, it was I what I talked about before was it's just an eye opening experience on right. what these bands go through on a daily basis. Because I remember we were so exhausted. Oh yeah, and then I thought to myself, I was like, these people must be. I was like on another level. These, yeah, I was like these guys do this every day. Yeah, like for six weeks or whatever it is, mm-hmm. so seven weeks or whatever. Right. You know, I was like, that's freaking. You know, right. That's a lot. Yeah, it's that's, a lot. That's exhausting, and, yeah. and it was just you know, it, it, it just yeah. really brought a lot of things to to uh, to my uh, mind about music and and a career in music and just like these guys really work their asses off and like for sure i knew you had to work your ass off but like no you really had like sh- going and playing that date of warp tour was like no like you literally have to do that mm-hmm. like not just say it like you really yeah no i totally you know what i mean, mean. Yeah. I, yeah um but um yeah i and i remember um just another random thing i was thinking about the remember the water that they give you on stage was a monster can, but it had water in it. You remember that? No, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? I remember seeing you everyone drinking these monster can. I mean, the monster, monster was giving away free actual right. monster energy right, drinks. Right, right. But, but if you're the, the singing, ba- you don't want that. Right. The water for the bands <laughs> right. and for the crew now was... That, now that you're saying this, I do, have a, I do have a memory, a sense memory of drinking water out of a can. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it, so cool. Well, I don't know. So, oh, yeah, because to, to everyone was, out there, it looks like, oh, wow, everybody's drinking monsters. I see. Oh, I think so that it's, this is obviously, you know. Yeah. Oh, it was totally an advertising opportunity, yeah. but it, it is like an, a weird anachronism mm-hmm. of that particular year of, uh, every year of Warp Tour has like, is branded by some weird yeah. advertising tie-in yep um and the hotel we stayed at i believe do you remember the band between the trees i uh, i do remember them i think they stayed at the same hotel we did we we had played with them before hadn't we yeah yeah we played with them in kankakee is that right well i don't know if you were in the band. i don't though. think i was no but we did yeah um not when you were in the band that was like Actually, I think it was just, that was just before, a, it was a year before, about a year before uh, Warp Tour. Mm-hmm. Um, they're no longer together, but I th- I want to say they stayed at the same hotel we did, and there, there might have been others yeah. that stayed there too, but I do remember that specifically. Um, I remember someone at the hotel telling me that like the next day or something, right. someone that was staying there, because we were, because I was like telling them, oh yeah, we played, you know, Vans Warp Tour, and they're like, oh, I just met this band that played you know and they're like it was between the trees and i'm like oh oh that's cool yeah yeah um but yeah it's just um i'm trying to remember what i mean those were like the biggest things that i remember but i thought i thought there was a couple other things there's just i don't know there's a lot to it yeah um of course we played the projection we like i said we played the kevin says stage which i don't know if that still exists for warp tour i believe that stage might be sponsored by Full Sail now, if, it's, oh, if it really? still exists. Back then, it was Kia. Right. Um, I mean, it was just, that was just the local stage, right? That was, well, the Kevin Says stage <clears throat> was linked with Kevin Lyman. Right. And I forget if he, like, had the official say-so. Right. I remember talking, you know, I talked about this on one of the Pop Pumpkin Pizza podcasts that the how we got on was through you know a website called um eiy.com right. or earnyourself.com and i still can't remember how that worked if we just submitted if i just submitted ourselves with like a epk profile or if we had to get some kind of votes or plays or i can't remember I can't remember how it all worked, but I just remember submitting for like the Midwest dates and we ended up getting chosen for Indianapolis. Right. I still can't remember how that whole process worked. I cannot remember yeah. for the life of me. I just remember 
That's about what I remember. Right. So, um, and there was a girl named Sarah Saturday involved with it. And she was part That's of a an band called... amazing name. <laughs> Isn't it though? Yeah. Pretty, pretty awesome. I should write it. I'm... I want to write a song about a girl named Sarah Saturday. That's fantastic. I'm sure she's still around. She had um, her band. I don't know if they were on the stage that year or if it was the following year Mm -hmm. that they were on the Kevin Says stage, the whole Warp Tour. Um, Garden, Garden something, Garden Architect or I can't remember the name of her, her project, but um but that's how I remember getting us on, and it was just—I felt like it was just like such a streak of luck. Oh, seriously! Yeah. I mean, all uh, the—we yeah. just got super lucky. And As yeah, well, I mean, it's—it's—I uh, don't know. I attribute any amount of success we had to your hustle. <laughs> uh, I, I was pretty determined. Yeah, you. Uh, you know, that's the thing that like I. Well, I was bad at communicating most things because I was 15. Yeah. But uh, I wasn't I never, much older than you. So. No, I, yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't, you know, the best at something. I just wanted to, I wanted to very, I wanted to publicly on your show tell you thank you for all the, the, the shit you did. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, man. I mean, I, at least you can say you played Warp Tour. Uh, yeah. It's a <laughs> even though I, it was just, yeah. like I said, even though it was just one date, yeah. you can still say that, you know, you experienced it. And yeah, totally. There was just, it was just cool to see the behind the scenes and how hard all those people work and just mixing in with people that a lot of people see as celebrities, but to them it's, you know, it was just cool to. Yeah. Folks are folks, them. man. Yeah. No. Yeah. And you know, like getting older, like I started to realize that now. So yeah. if like I saw those people again, I wish I would see them again because I'd probably have a much cooler conversation with them instead right. of being all like starstruck and like, yeah. oh my God, you know, I'd right. be, I'd just be like, what's going on, dude? Yeah. Like, hey, let's go uh, have a beer or get right. some pizza or just talk. It just, you know, you'd be able to have a normal conversation. Totally. I mean, you'd be so happy to meet them, obviously, right. but you'd realize, okay, you got to bring your freak level down here. Totally. So, because they're, they're a normal person, right. you know, they're just like stars they're just like us yeah Yeah. they're just like us and i realize that more and that's how they want to be treated yeah so if you want there's a tip if you're meeting a star all right and if you want to like actually hang out with them and have a decent time with them or whatever kind of experience it is keep it as normal and low-key as possible then treat them like they're a human being totally and not someone up on a pedestal because they hate most of them hate that yeah i think you could you could broaden that out to to be really general advice and just say anybody you well, <laughs> well yeah but yeah. you know what i mean no totally i no, i'm not i'm not saying that to pick on you <laughs> no, i'm saying that I because know. i think it's just, i think it's relevant i, I, I dude i lo- i miss these conversations because <laughs> you always just have it's like or you could just you know that's good advice for treating anybody then. yeah no I, I well yeah so anytime you i'm just saying anytime you meet somebody you admire even if it's like you're like I don't know I, I I don't know maybe now now I'm all flustered Jake <laughs> now you're making me feel weird about no, no, the no, no, things no, no, I'm no. saying no 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 you're right you're you're absolutely yeah. right I just like I said I just miss the yeah. I miss the Brett Buttle in my life well you know I I miss you as well Jake <laughs> it's good to know adults adulting is getting in the way of, oh dude it's getting yeah. in the way of everything and you know it's uh you know we live an hour away and true yeah yeah but uh but anyway. Thanks for uh, thanks for being on you know Warp Tour Memories, dude. Thanks for having me. It was yeah. a pleasure. I was happy to reminisce. Before we close out to this episode of Pop Punk and Pizza, I do want to get to my Pop Punk Pick of the Week. Pop Punk Picks of the Week. So my pick this week is a band called Old Soul. I'm guessing is how it's pronounced. It's S-O-L. They contacted me several months ago about being on the show. Still haven't arranged anything yet, but in the meantime, they put out this brand new EP called Life Scary Man, and you can buy it at old soul, um, oldsoulband.bandcamp.com. Again, soul is S-O-L. And I happened to, I was going through my emails, um, all my old emails, I should say, 
and I happened to find this one. So, because I'm currently in the process of booking new shows and things like that for the podcast. So I clicked on their link and saw that they finally put out this new EP and just fell in love with it, honestly. So the the song I really liked the most was Swisher Sweetheart. So here it is. Today for the first time in a week And I finally mustered up the strength To sleep without a sheet Until you wake me in the morning With a plan for our whole day And I'm okay And I ran more than I walked today For the first time in a month Guess it's time for me to stand up Swallow all my pills at once And when you look me in the eye I'll say, hey dad I'm not the person I once was Swisher Sweetheart by a band called Old Soul. I forgot to mention they are from the Chicagoland area. That uh, just came out from their EP called Life Scary Man. And uh, that came out actually just last month, I believe in November. But if you like what you hear, I'm really digging this this sound. Uh, it's Old Soul Band dot bandcamp.com soul is s-o-l so hopefully i was uh, talking to greg on twitter actually earlier this week hopefully we'll get something organized with those guys soon and we can maybe even have a live in-studio performance on pop punk and pizza because i uh I really enjoy that EP. So check that out, oldsoulband.bandcamp.com. Something fun for your ears to listen to. Special thanks again to my boy, Brett Buttle, for being on the show. It was so great to catch up with you, man. We got to hang out more often, for sure. And, of course... Thank you for just being here and hanging out. This really means a lot to me. Make sure you uh, keep in touch with us on our social media pages, Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. Uh, that's our. That's where you can find us on Facebook. Is just under that. Pop Punk and Pizza Pod on Twitter. Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast also on Instagram. My Twitter handle on air with JL, and of course the Bangarang Radio pages as well are both for Twitter and for Facebook at uh, Bangarang Radio. St. Jimmy, the Green Day tribute band I play in, our upcoming dates in the Chicagoland area the day after Christmas. House of Blues Chicago for 90s Palooza. Get your tickets at LiveNation.com and be on the lookout for ticket giveaways that we're going to be doing. If you can't make that show, we're playing January 19th, which is a Friday 
at Black Sheep in Orland Park, just outside of Chicago. So hopefully I'll see you at one of those shows. It'd be really cool to uh, hang out and and uh, see what, uh, what we can learn about each other. So thank you again. We'll be back next Wednesday for another episode of Pop Punk and Pizza. And just remember, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, my friend, I believe in you. I know you can do it. Hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. 